0: This is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY. I am Kevin Hart, meeting once again with Hope Cherry, the director of The Spirit of Lincoln. How are you, Hope? Doing good. Good, good. How is, first of all, how did Spirit of Lincoln go? Because you guys just filmed that production, uh, which will be coming out eventually. So tell me how, how everything went last week
1: was really good. Um, We filmed on Saturday, started around 12 and wrapped up around 5 o'clock. I mean, actually, we probably stopped filming around like 4.30, um, but got everything torn down. We were out of there by like 6.30. So it was a long day for the whole cast and crew and staff, but uh, we got it done.
0: Cool. So, you guys, did you do multiple takes of the scenes and monologues, or you did you do like a couple run-throughs or did you just um, did you film uh, the segments either individually or d- different takes, or how did that process go?
1: Yeah. So, I had talked with um, so David Kane of U Media, who's also a Hoagland resident. Mm-hmm. He had I had asked him what he preferred because I said this is kind of your show now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, since as a videographer, he has more of a a feel for how to set up shots. And he said, I would like to do the show in the order that it was, that it takes place. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to do it as if we were doing it for an audience. Um, we all, The only thing that was a little different is that uh, we had a little bit longer of a break than you would necessarily have to reset shots and reset um, the scene and things like that. You know, we were taking maybe about, two to four minutes on average between scenes where you would never have that in a live show. You know, you could never take that much time to reset. Um, But it was good. We made sure everything was um, set out there. And then, you know, when the lights were brought up, that was kind of the cue for the the cast. And, you know, he started rolling before the lights came up and uh, we only had to do a few scenes more than once. We ran, ran through the whole show one time And then there were a few scenes that he wanted to go back and get some additional shots with. So we only had two, I think, that we went back and did a second time. Um, And then there were a few that, like, in the moment, somebody, you know, flubbed a line or, you know, we missed an entrance and we're like, okay, we can stop. And we wouldn't do that in a regular show, but we had the ability to stop and redo those scenes. So overall, I think the flow went pretty well, and I think it still had uh, quite a bit of energy that you'd feel from a live a live
0: production. That's great. So you guys will have um a lot to work with there. And um, it's I gotta ask about the what the set for the show for different scenes and monologues would look like because I saw a picture uh, over the weekend, a beautiful picture that was um Lincoln. He was holding up an umbrella, and the lighting was just great with the like there was the rain in the background. So what kind of different uh, sort of moods were you going for for uh, different parts of the show? Are there certain places in time or uh, d- generally what uh, what sort of things would you be looking at?
1: Yeah, so um, our set designer was Steve Barbel and he mm, put yeah. a really simple um, design together but with a lot of kind of movable pieces which was what was really nice so we had kind of two flats with some wooden kind of um, uh, like a kind of almost like fencing looked like. And so we could move those around for different scenes and sort of had those in different positions. And I think it kind of made that scene, you know, kind of brought a little bit of different feel from each of those scenes. And, um, and then, um, Craig, uh, Williams was our light design. And so he, um, he said he really wanted, uh, warmer colors for like, um, scenes that took place in the past and then he kind of did like cooler colors for scenes that were taking place in modern day Mm -hmm. Um, so he kind of it was really interesting like he's had some really great moments of just color that you wouldn't even thought like um, that scene was really cool with um, that was Lincoln giving his farewell address to Springfield Mm -hmm. and so he had these really cool like blue and pink and um, purplish kind of lights that sort of came down and Uh, reflected really cool off of um, the umbrellas that were being held by um, the dancers in the front. And then there was another scene that I loved every single time we had. He kind of had this like kind of eerie green kind of sickly color um, that would show up in in, um, one of the scenes um, that was kind of a darker. It was um, two boys talking about uh, their experiences in the Civil War, two drummer boys. And so we had this like really eerie, like green color that came out. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know that. I mean, other than kind of Craig, Craig and Steve's vision, I think hopefully it'll it'll uh, read as you kind of see each different scene. But uh, that was the idea was to kind of do warmer colors for uh, for um, for Lincoln's era and then cooler colors for present day. I don't know if I said, maybe I mixed that up the last time, but that's the way it was
0: supposed yeah. to
1: be. Warmer yeah. colors for then, cooler colors for
0: now. Nice. All right. Well, that sounds really awesome. The Yeah. I, I know that most of the show is, as you said and talked about, are monologues, but there are parts where there are more than one person on stage, especially the parts with the dancers. How did you do that? Were they wearing masks? Were they distanced? Uh, how yeah. does that play out?
1: So, um the scene with the largest amount of dancers was the farewell scene. And thankfully the lights were down on dancers a lot. So we actually masked them for that scene Mm -hmm. um, because we, we did space them six feet. um, But it is hard once you're moving and dancing to kind of maintain that six feet distance between one another. So they were masked. um, And uh, for the most part, um, most of our cast, uh, were unmasked or distanced, unmasked and distanced for the show, um, and we'll have a few who made the decision that you know it was a little safer for them to be masked. Um, but for you know, you probably really won't. It probably honestly won't make a difference by the time you see it because uh, it'll. It just seems so um, commonplace nowadays to yeah. see masks on people. So, um, so in that way, it didn't really disrupt the. Um, kind of the artistic feel to put masks on different people. So there was a few scenes where we've masked people, and then, of course, scenes where we, we knew we couldn't, like, maintain distance. Um, there were some scenes that happened as silhouettes. So there's, like, um, there's a battle scene, a Civil War battle scene, and there was no way because of the tight space behind the stage for anybody to carefully distance. So we masked everybody just for everybody's safety. And then, of course, for the whole show, everybody was masked until the moment they had to come and start the scene. So a lot of people would keep their mask on until the lights went down and then they'd pull their mask off to get in their pocket, do the scene, the lights would go down for that scene and they'd put their mask right back on. So um, I think everybody really took, you know, a great deal of precaution with this show. Um, and hopefully that reads when you, you know, when the audiences get to see it too. So.
0: Yeah. And I think like you said, it's, it's, become so commonplace now that it's it's going to be people will watch it and be like oh you know they're taking off the masks i'm do the scenes i think a lot of people it'll be um it you know people i think won't be focused on that as much um as they will of course the story and the characters and the acting and everything going on now that the show has been filmed and it is being edited probably as we speak um Mm -hmm. when do you expect the Show to be widely available. um, If there's just a sort of a timeline or any, um, yeah. Any just because I know we've talked about different means of which you're going to try to get it out there. And um, do you know? Do you have an idea of when it'll be when people will be able to see it?
1: Yeah. So we're hoping that it'll be available to audiences by the second week weekend of November. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll do probably something similar to what songs. Um, for New World did where Mm -hmm. they released it as a an event over the weekend and then we're hoping we can um, allow it to be on demand for a little bit after that Um, we have talked with looking for Lincoln so we're partnering with them in Mm -hmm. the near future they will be um, doing they'll be taking some of the scenes and some of them some of the clips of the scenes and um, doing kind of their own event from that, so we're hoping that they'll get a chance to. Um, so, the way that I've understand the, the way that I understand it is they're wanting to interview some of the cast members that were in those scenes, kind of what happened and how they approach the characters in those scenes, and then you'll see a clip of that. So, um, so that'll probably be after we do the on demand. probably sometime in December or, or January, and then we're hoping. Um, we're still waiting to hear back from, um, uh, PBS, but they are, they have expressed interest in picking it up at some point and showing it. So, um, I, I think they're going to wait until they see the finished product to make a final decision if they will or will not. But we're hoping, we're, we're hopeful that that will yeah. um, be something that will be picked up in the, in the long run. So.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I hope that goes through absolutely, and um, definitely looking forward to what you guys are doing with looking for Lincoln. Uh, so uh, once you uh, this this is all um, been shown to everybody, and you guys are uh, doing everything with looking for Lincoln, what uh, do you have um, on the docket up next? Or you're just gonna you're just gonna sit back and take a breather for a little bit? Because I know you've, you've been working on this for quite a while.
1: Yeah, I don't have anything planned. I, you know, I think this took a lot of energy from me. And I know it took a lot of energy from the cast and staff and crew to be able to put it on. So I think a lot of us were just, you know, um, it, it was odd too. a lot of us got done that day and felt, you know, usually feel kind of that that let down the day or two after of like, Oh man, I'm so glad I'm like so sad that I don't get to do the show anymore. Well, it feels a little different with this because it doesn't quite feel like it's closed because, um, you know, we'll still get to watch it. And, and that's not something that you usually get with a, with a cast. So, um, I think we'll probably feel that final closure like, um, in come November. So, um, but you it it is it was very odd, but i uh, I think for most of us, we plan just to hang out, you know, stay safe, be indoors, um, enjoy the other um, theater productions that are coming out and in the different um, venues and um, and different formats that people are taking. So I've seen a lot of other ones and songs for Nude World just at theirs. and I know that um, Hoagland is also doing Dracula, and there's a couple other um you know college uh colleges that are doing um online uh theater as well so um i don't think anybody has plans other than just to kind of sit back and and uh support the other theater programs happening so
0: right well i can't uh can't argue with that it sounds uh yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, we will be looking out for those dates, and we will share them with everybody once we get them, and of course, any information coming out about this show as well. Hope, thank you so much once again for joining me, and we will be talking again sometime soon. Cannot wait to see the show.
1: Thanks, Kevin. I'm excited.
0: Me too. You're welcome. Bye-bye.